He's from the north, she's from the south, and we want to know what's in your mouth. Oh. Hello, 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 and welcome to In Yo Mouth. As always, I am your hostess with the mostest, Michael Munoz, and sitting next to me is the girl with the shiniest hair in Manhattan, oh. my best gal pal, Marie <laughs> Cecile Anderson. Hi, baby. Hi, honey. How are you? Well, I am beyond thrilled because sitting <laughs> with us across the table is my friend Karen Fisher. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I like how we're talking in NPR voices because we're in a restaurant. I know. <laughs> we're like trying to. It's to very keep sensual. It, yeah, keep it a little. A little Did low. you know that people love Marie's voice on our podcast? Like, yeah, I'm not men surprised. Said, <laughs> I'm not surprised. The men have said, mmm, oh, she's tasty. Thank you, gentlemen. <laughs> Ask me out on dates, please. <laughs> Single, holla. <laughs> no, but let's go back. Okay, so this is our very first guest on In Yo Mouth. Oh, this is? Yes, yes you're officially our first oh one. I'm so excited. Everyone's looking like we're really, really famous people. Oh, I know. Well, you are. This is great. Well, you know. Guys, for the listeners at home, Corinne Fisher is kind of a big deal. She's a stand-up comedian who performs every single night, which yes. I'm just so impressed with. Yeah. She's a writer. Aging rapidly. <laughs> And she's best known for her anti-slut-shaming podcast, Guys We Booked. That's correct. It's really incredible. I love it. I love it. Actually, I don't know Corinne at all. (laughs) This is great. We'll make make a um, friendship happen. But listen, I have been doing all the stalking, all the reading, all the listening, all like the beyond. Um, There's a lot of information about you out there. There is. Me, my vagina. (laughs) I think I saw some high school picture of you on a bike and a clown. Oh, my God. What? Wow, you (laughs) really... I'm only kidding. I was going to say, I was like, honestly, that doesn't even sound like something that I wouldn't have done. So I'll believe you. I was like, probably not a clown because she's afraid of clowns because I read that in an interview. (laughs) Oh, my God. Wow. The internet is a scary place because that is true. But also, I can't believe you found that. (laughs) Yeah, in some interview, they were like, what's your biggest fear? Oh, our Food God, our food is here. So, Corinne, can so you beautiful. tell us where we are, please? We are, because we are um, a snack. Thank you. Which has moved, which has moved. And I didn't know that. That's how, hello. Which has moved. Yeah, no, because it used to be in Soho like years ago. There was one in Soho. Right. Then they opened this one. Yes. One you should speak no, into the microphone. <laughs> I know. I know. That's why I was so sad. Our server. <laughs> yeah. This has been here. Really? Oh, wow. Oh. I, but I lived in New York for 15 years, so like the original snack that oh, I went to. Yeah, and we saw we used to see Meg Ryan and oh. John Cougar Mellencamp walking past oh, it. Because I guess wow. they live on that block. Mm. Oh, fancy. Not oh. this block that we're on now, though. Yeah. Not, not here. Caramel salada and melatonin salada. Oh, man. Well, yeah, so, so we're here in the West Village, and Corinne picked this lovely spot. Yes, and so I've never been to this location. Um, I went to the one in Soho, as we said, <laughs> and um, because I used to date a foodie. Um, and so mm. basically, like, I just learned different skills from boyfriends. And mm. so what I learned from this boyfriend, his name was Austin, still is Austin. Um, he's married, though, um, <laughs> is just, like, all the great places to eat in New York because he's a native New Yorker, and native oh. New Yorkers are the ones to trust as well, far as getting around. I'm a native New Yorker. Are you? Well, mm. yes. Born and raised Brooklyn. Nice. Ohio. But the <laughs> question is, how well did Austin eat? Uh, what do you mean? <laughs> like my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> 
Is that the question that you're asking? That, that's something we I We get a little cray cray on you. <laughs> I was just wanting to make sure because like, that's where my mind went. I mean, and I was like, I didn't want to, I, was going. I didn't want to answer going. it as that. I mean, we knew, we know he eats, but did he eat? He was good. He was yeah. good. He yeah. was good? I don't really tolerate people who aren't good in bed because it's like no one's that charming that you need to be around them, you know, if they're not good at that. That's my, I mean, I, I'm, I'm like totally you, fine alone. But how so. do you break up with somebody just because they're bad in bed? You make up another reason, <laughs> you know. You don't say that, but <laughs> well, we should eat this dip now, oh God, now that it's here, and we're talking spread. about eating out. Oh, you guys are gonna get, get to see me go full Jew. I bought like all my pills, like lactate pills. I have charcoal pills. You, like my stomach's just a nightmare. So you eat all these pills right before you? Yeah, you, you can't eat be. Everything. I bloat really easily. Like my gynecologist thought I was an alcoholic, and then it just turns out I was just severely lactose intolerant. Wow! Oh, wow! Maybe you Actually, should get some pills. I, maybe I should actually this was the subject on Rachel Ray this morning too. Ooh, what's really? Yes, about like how lactose um, and gluten can cause bloating and like mm-hmm. the difference between bloating and just fat and how to get rid of, and how to get rid of that. So really it's just I'm just too, I'm bloated right now uh, yeah. but if I quit. Maybe. Shut maybe. up. <laughs> you know, your chest looks great. <laughs> Thank you, not my stomach. Oh my gosh. It's like resting on the table right now. <laughs> So why here? Besides, I hear you have this love of like Mediterranean food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tell me everything. I love Mediterranean food, and um, and I I'm mean, just gonna eat. It, I think across the board you can get you can get a lot of good Mediterranean food in this area, but I just I thought that the the taste really really popped here more than I did other places. I like the way they served it. it. They had some kind of interesting takes on normal presentations. And again, I haven't been here in forever, but there was also something charming about the original Soho um, location where it was literally five tables and it had that allure of like you have to get there right when it opens. A lot of people in the neighborhood would go there for a takeout, but it didn't feel stuffy or uninviting. It's like, because no matter how good a restaurant is, like if you feel like you're not welcome there or that you have to be walking on eggshells around people, like I don't want to be there. I don't care who, what kind of celebrities are going. Like I'm just not interested in that. Right. In, in that where we like talk down to you to make you want to be there more attitude that a lot of fine dining has. And this is not, you know, this I wouldn't categorize this in fine dining, but uh, I think it's just really well prepared Mediterranean fare. Mm-hmm. And Do you remember what dips we ordered? Um, I mean, well, this is tzatziki. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then this would be the eggplant-based one, mm-hmm. which is Bob called... Uh, but I he think, calls it mele... I was, mele- like it, I was like, it had a different title mele- on the menu. Gisano. And the one I'm eating... If you ask me to pronounce anything, that's gonna go, that, this is going to go awry. <laughs> I just po- I'm a big pointer. I'm not trying to put on like... Sure. You know, people yeah. in, like, in restaurants will like put on an accent and be like, can I have this? And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> I feel like that's what you do. I do racist accents. Is no. that what you're saying? <laughs> that's my specialty. We're right, gonna Paula say. <laughs> we did talk all Paula last week. Oh do you know she has a new show called Positively Paula? Oh God. I know. Sorry. Yeah, you know what? My thing with her is she just puts her fingers in the food a lot, which I know is part of good cooking, but it still freaks me out. Oh and she licks them, and then she has those long acrylics. Oh, oh, really? Paula. Or maybe they're natural nails. I don't know, but they're too long to be put. Get your, your fingers out of your cooking. Just get your acrylics out of your cooking. <laughs> out of your maybe life. they're natural. <laughs> maybe, but they're maybe. still. It's just gross. Because mm-hmm. you know, if you ever have long nails, like a lot of stuff gets under them. Right. Oh, it's no. not clean. Oh man. Wait. So I want to go back. So you mentioned you're Jewish, and mm-hmm. did you grow up eating like this? Did you grow up like? Well, number one, for the record, I'm not. 
I'm like not that Jewish. Okay. Only let's say I grew up in a house where like my dad's Jewish, my mom's Christian. Okay. So to like I went on birthright and like you just need to have one parent Jewish to get on that. Oh. I mean, technically, I would not be accepted by the Jewish people because I did not come out of a Jewish vagina. Oh, um, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, your mom oh. has to be Jewish for you to be fully accepted. Oh. Um, we're very judgmental people, but I still like identify <laughs> as Jewish because it's part. Of, it's it's a you know an ethnicity mm-hmm. as well, and like I just have nothing. I feel like very ethnically homeless mm. because I'm just like of this big mishmash of European stuff. So I kind of just like needed something to gravitate towards, yeah. and I was like, mm-hmm. we'll just do Jew. Judaism, <laughs> but yeah, not religious wise. Um, so no, we didn't eat. My growing up, my mom cooked, but she wasn't. It, but she would. We were very big into like going out to eat. Once I hit high school, we ate out literally every single night. Really? Because my mom started working again, and she was like, "If I just don't go food shopping, we're only a family of four, and we go out to eat every night." She's like, "It's not even that more expensive." Right. Um, you know, we're not eating like three hundred dollar, mm-hmm. you know, meals every night, but just eating out, and mm-hmm. I loved that because I loved eating out. Yeah, I like, like. Where would you go? I mean, we would go anywhere. I just like local places. I mean, a lot of chain restaurants, Benson's, obviously. Yeah, yeah, like I have up a, in Jersey, right? Yeah, I have yeah. a deep love for chain restaurants, and I'm sure it's. <laughs> Which it's one's from your favorite? That. Um, my favorite is probably Friendly's. Friendly's. Which is more local. Not everyone knows about Friendly's, but they have like the best crispy chicken ever. They oh, have nice wow. like appetizer platters. I've only had like that watermelon ice cream. Ice cream. Oh, the watermelon roll. Mm-hmm. Wa- roll. What? Yeah. Oh, it's like it there's looks... a roll and when you cut into it, it looks like a watermelon with like seeds and I don't even know what it tastes like. Does it even taste like watermelon? Um, I mean. I think so. I never... I had that maybe like two times. My thing was the, the cone head Sunday. The cone. Oh, is that the one that looks like a clown? Yeah, it's for children, <gasps> but you can still order it as an adult. <laughs> for someone with the fear of clowns. You know why? But it's like I know that clown isn't real. It's not. You know, it's not like I can't go to a circus or something, or like I can even watch it. I just, if I was in an alley and a clown walked up to me I would 100% lose my shit like it's like you know Japanese game show style clowns wait but how many how many I want to know what the statistic is on clown greetings in dark alleys I mean probably pretty low but that's why you have to always really be ready for it Mm -hmm. ready and how does one prepare for a clown in an alley I don't know. Learn, <laughs> learn some kind. Learn some kind of defense. I just dropped my pants. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh, a Greek God. salad just arrived. That looks good. Wow. <laughs> I know. It's I so know our server. our server. Our server Michael is part of the fun here. Have you ever had a podcast here before uh, at no, Snack? No, no, he said no. No. <laughs> I like how nice they're being about it, though. And you're like, they were like, they were so welcoming. And I was like, wow, they must be not f- be familiar with obnoxious podcasting. <laughs> I know. I was about to be like, well, we could always go to Red Lobster. Oh I'm sure God. they do lots of pods there. Those biscuits, though. I would love to go to. I, although I met, I ran into someone in my elevator the mm-hmm. other day, and he was holding a Red Lobster bag. And he just looks at me so sadly. He goes, man, I got to stop working at Red Lobster. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. I didn't know what to say it's for him in his time of need. Oh, my God. So I don't know if you know, but Marie and I have worked in hospitality. We've been in and out of restaurants for the past, what, 14, 15? 13, yeah. Oh, God I've only been you. in New York 13 years. 28 years. <laughs> don't tell him my age. You've o- I like that you said you've only been in New York 13 years. Like, it was just a walk in the park. Um, oh, 15, I've been here 15, and I'm about to murder someone. Oh, God, I know, well, right? I think that's a, a, rite, a rite of passage when you're here. <laughs> when you, you murder your first person? You murder your first person. You throw them into, like, the, the lake in, like, Central Park, you know? Oh, God. <laughs> do, you, do you think you'll stay in New York? 
Mm, forever. I'm like pretty, like, I have a very, um, tumultuous relationship with New York. I'm pretty mm. in love with New York right now, mm-hmm. especially because I've been traveling more for comedy right. than I ever have before. Because, like, I was working nonstop in my career for 10 years. I had no money or and no time to travel, so I never saw America until the past two years. Oh, wow. And um, I got to say, the f- not... Not a good Yelp review on America. <laughs> I, don't, I don't love it. There's no, really? Yeah. Um, there's a lot of beautiful places. I love Colorado, and I want, like, a timeshare there. Oh. Miami's like great for... Uh, or? Um, I went to Denver and Estes Park. Estes Park is where the... Um, the Shining House uh, mm-hmm. that Stephen King uh, wrote The Shining based off of is on. And then I mean, it's the most beautiful place I've ever been. Wow. In America, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. People out... The West Coast doesn't do it for me, mostly because of the breezy attitude. I'm not not into that. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. It's not a, lot of, a lot of softness. I can't, you, you, you know, you say you, you cunt one time and everyone gets mad. Okay. Well, I think that's a New York, New Jersey thing. We're just a little headstrong mm-hmm. to, like, go in. So this, like, West Coast laissez-faire, mm. like, yeah. Yeah, I don't like work. it. No, like. I just feel fat and, like, I'm faking it yeah. the whole time. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on the South? Um, I haven't spent enough time in the South. I do like Texas. I mean, Austin. Yeah. Even, like, Houston and Dallas I was totally cool with. I found a lot of fun stuff in Texas. Oh, um, I love New do... Orleans. Oh, yeah. New Orleans is, like, my second favorite after, like, just general general Colorado. Oh, my God. And then New Orleans. I was just there for the first time a few months ago for a friend's 40th. Ask me if I remember it. <clears throat> do you remember it, Michael? No. All I remember is... <laughs> Are the oyster shooters? Have you ever had an oyster shooter? Oh, God, I don't know that I have. I've certainly had oysters, but oyster, what what's makes it a shooter different? So you, they, put, they put cocktail sauce and an mm. oyster in a, a shot glass Ooh. and then top it with vodka. Oh, my God, that sounds you just great. Shoot it. Uh, no, oh. it's disgusting. No? Because no. they put the biggest oyster ever mm. in there. And so, you, like, you know, like when you eat an oyster, it just kind of goes down... Slides down the throat, (laughs) you know, and um, and so these big oysters. So like you tried to shoot and wasn't going down. Then you had to chew this like slimy thing, and Mm. it's it wasn't a good experience. Oh, I I I almost threw up the second time. (laughs) I like a good Bloody Mary in New Orleans. Oh my God, they put all kind the kitchen sink in there too. (laughs) So I'm like I'm trying so hard to get into Bloody Marys, but I can't because I can't. I don't like cold tomato juice. Oh, really? Yeah, I can't get past it. Everyone loves them. Next time you try one, think mm-hmm. of it like liquid pizza. <laughs> it will change okay. your like mind. If you like go into it with like, oh, I'm just drinking like drinking pizza, liquid pizza. <laughs> you know, I will because it's like I don't even know what the temperature because like in Romania they make pizza in a really weird way. It's almost like a flatbread with a cold tomato sauce on it, mm. and that was delicious. Honestly, you've been to Romania. Yeah, I've been to only weird places. I've been to like Romania and Israel, and, and that's it. Wow, well, I've been to London too, but that was recently. Yeah, Romania was my high school graduation present because wow. I'm trying. I, I want to be. I wanted to go and see where Dracula was. From. Oh my god! Oh, wow. so, I'm like very goth. Yeah. So wow. Vlad the Impaler, Impaler, you know, real Dracula, is base, is buried. Uh, you have to like cross a moat. You have to basically bribe a monk to have a local boy or girl row you across this moat and like Romania is crazy there's wild dogs everywhere but you can like pet them as mm-hmm. long as they're not feral and um so you go across the moat and then you go into this beautiful kind of just like round like c- cylinder type building and there's this whole uh set up uh, honoring Vlad the Impaler which is oh we- I mean weird honoring him because he was kind of like 
not a great guy. But, <laughs> but wait, how much does it cost to bribe a child from a monk? Probably not a lot. I mean, a couple of euros. Um, they were, uh, we were on a tour, so the tour guide kind of just took did care though. of everything, and then like, we paid, tipped him, and you know, we had paid for the whole tour, so oh. I think that was just like, part of it, because it's really, you, ha- you kind of have to go on a tour if you don't speak the language, because mm. no one there speaks English. Wow. Like, we like to have this very... Um, American like feeling that everyone in other countries like oh you everyone speaks English right. like, they don't no. No. in Romania they absolutely do not yeah. I use a sign language but it's amazing how wow. much you can get by <laughs> you use sign la- like, like made up no not like up sign- not American but not like ASL <laughs> but like yeah it's amazing how far like you can get by kind of pointing and using your emotions and right. your eyes and your hands like I really was able to get, get by around. pretty well and purchase things and kind of have semi-meaningful interactions. The people of Romania were really, really kind, which is not the same in Israel. Israel, people in Israel are very mean. Oh, (laughs) But Romanians are very nice. And also people thought I was Romanian a lot because of my coloring, so I I think I fit in a little bit better. I love that your first time out of the United States was to Romania. Yeah, go hard or go home. My mom was like, shouldn't we try England? And I was like, no, I'm bored. I was like, everyone goes to England. Stop it. Wow, your mom is super cool. She really is. That's really funny. I want to know what Romanian food is now. And have I ever had Romanian food? Romanian food is, that's my biggest complaint about Romania. The place is beautiful. The people are wonderful. The food is 100% garbage. Well, I dated a Romanian. I dated a Romanian, Adrian the Romanian. Oh, Oh, Remember him? (laughs) But he would have me go get buttermilk. And he wanted to drink buttermilk for breakfast. See, who drinks buttermilk plain? Oh, I know, no, uh, I know people who drink buttermilk and like with like salt and pepper in it. It's that disgusting. doesn't seem healthy. Is he overweight? No, he was. He was buttermilk. Yeah. I mean, I guess when your body's adjusted to it. But I mean, uh, for me, Romanian food was like. Just a lot of everything was oily. A lot of really mm. oily meats, like fried sausages, but they were kind of like hot dogs. A lot mm. of fried potatoes. Even I ordered a salad, and they basically gave me an oily coleslaw. Oh, because wow. I was, I felt so. I, I just kept eating it, this food, and I was not used to it. And you know, when you're on vacation, your stomach's right. never right anyway. But I was just like so bloated the whole time. <laughs> so I just started going to kind of like. You, they get a lot of food at gas stations, so I ended up mm. just going and getting, like, Belvita, like, yeah. breakfast cookies and things that yeah. I knew I could tolerate. Yeah. Um, and, and I would eat a lot of eggs at breakfast, but they would eat, like, eggs and fish and then some kind of Mediterranean-inspired salads at breakfast. Hmm. Yeah, when we fish were in... Yeah, even their yeah. sandwiches were terrible. <laughs> like, a plain sandwich. I don't know what they were doing with their bread, or I don't know if they don't have access to getting things, Hellman's. but... It was not good. Nothing. Yeah. Wow. It was very, very bad. Huh. But the place is amazing. You just, like, pack some snacks or something. Where do you want to go next internationally? Um, I need to... I want to go to either Asia or Latin America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I was thinking going to Chile or... I don't know. I like to go to Fiji and Bali. I need to relax, honestly. <laughs> yeah, you do, girl. But if I can't, like... I was looking at your tour schedule this year. Yeah. And you're just all over the place. I've never been on a relaxing vacation, ever. Ever? Mm-mm. We weren't allowed when I was growing up. My mom's a teacher. And um, we had to go on educational vacations. Like what? Like, like- Colonial Williamsburg, <laughs> the Edgar Allan Poe house. Wow. Like, I've been to Disney World, but that's it. I mean, and also Disney World's not, like, relaxing. Like, I'm talking, I'm never, right. I've never laid in a hammock. <laughs> really? I've never so had a, a, a drink brought like to a, me on the beach. My like time? Puerto Rico, then, or... Yeah, but everyone I, goes there. That's why I have so to go to places. Like Cartagena. I have to go to weird places. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can't, if, if I've seen a picture of a girl on an on Tinder, I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, that, that, uh, that rules out like every coast in Mexico and maybe even um, South America. I know, so I'm trying to go like, I'm trying to go to weirder places, but I mean, yeah. you have to stay safe, so. Yeah, right. for sure. Um, the Would canaries you... are gorgeous. Okay. And the food is everything. Yeah, what kind yes. of food is going on um, there? It's Iberian Spanish food, but Ooh, like they get like, yum. they get a lot of influences from the Mediterranean because you're basically in. Africa mm-hmm. and like so you get like that African influence and so mm. you get all this like fish and there's a lot of dips and spreads it the I Iberian love dips yes. I do too oh. I like to just mix them like I'm doing right now um, <laughs> just put them all in my mouth <laughs> the um, Iberians have these potatoes um, they're just like kind of like breakfast potatoes you know when you get like chopped mm-hmm. up potatoes mm-hmm. that they like fried or whatnot and then they put this like red garlic sauce on it that you don't want to make out with anybody mm. but it's it's worth every last bite that sounds so it's good it's so 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 good mm. you know nary a taco bell to be found which i heard is someone's favorite i love that you know I love Taco Bell, and that's what my only complaint so far. I'm obviously watching the Netflix series Ugly Delicious. Yeah. And so on the pizza episode, he defends Domino's, but then on the taco episode, does not defend Taco Bell. And I got so angry because I like Domino's and Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. But if we're going to defend one of them, it's 100% Taco <laughs> Bell. And anyone who I know who is kind of like a foodie does say that Taco Bell is their favorite. It's usually Taco Bell or Wendy's as their favorite fast food joint. Mm-hmm. Wendy's for quality, obviously, yes. Mm-hmm. But like... People seem to not understand that, like, Taco Bell is not Mexican food. Taco Bell is Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. And then Mexican food is Mexican food. And I love both of them. But right. the mood is different. There's, I mean, when you're hungover, nothing cures me like a Mountain Dew and a cheesy gordita crunch. It's just, wow. so, it's just so good. Well, can, would you believe that I've only been to Taco Bell once in my life? What? Did you I, not really? like it? No, I actually love the sour cream. Something about that sour cream right. that they used out of that gun. Uh, yeah, they're putting it out of like a cake froster. Yeah, it's like the, some big cannon that they use to like mm-hmm. squirt Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. You know, I just kind of want to fill it Have with you... semen. Oh, <laughs> Lord. <laughs> Don't Spray get it all started. <laughs> Spray it all over me. No, um, <laughs> but every time the commercial comes on for like the D- Doritos Crunch thingy, uh-huh. that's what I want to go get. I want to try it. But when I get stomach... high, I want to try that. See, it sounds disgusting. <laughs> it's honestly one of the best things on the menu. What? Really? The Dorito? It's really good. The Dorito shell is it's fantastic. Oh, my you've God. heard it here Because even me, I was like, yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like when, you know, Kentucky Fried Chicken started using chicken as bread. I was like, I'm not sure. Have we, have we gone too far? Mm-hmm. But I was like, right. let me try it. Because I, I do make it a point to try every new thing that Taco Bell comes out with. You should be their sports person. I really should. God, I need a deal. When I saw Chrissy Teigen doing the um, McDonald's Donald commercial oh, yeah. on the last night, I was like, this bitch is living my her best life. Right? She follows me on Twitter, and that was the highlight what? of my year so far. That's incredible. Yeah. I love her. Her. Um, anyway, and she's so fun. Like she's funnier than most comedians oh, yeah. I know. She's so funny. She's she so tra- pretty. She, she eats. Tout herself as a comedian, though. I, I figure she was just kind of like that Jenny Garth style model. No, she's know? not a comedian. That's why yeah, it's even incredible. Funnier. Yeah. She's yeah. just funnier. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's right? just it was just funny. like that, like normal pretty girl. Like, mm-hmm. and that's why I'm like it's really, really smart and, and really smart. yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Hmm. I love that McDonald's commercial though, where she was like, "Look what Chrissy Teigen just gave me." Gave oh me. yeah. Did you see it? Oh yeah. So good. Harry Winston earrings. And so fun. It's so fun. I loved it. You know? Well, so when you toured, you eat 
at Taco Bell a lot, or do you guys find mm-hmm. your like the hottest restaurant in town and go there? Um, I'm more into like the. I usually take care of the food stuff. Chris Christina. That's what I do. She's not a big food person, but she trusts. Like she's a big. She likes breakfast a lot. Mm. So I've gotten pretty good at like researching the best um, restaurant in the area. So we probably like we'll go to like one or two, depending how long we're there. Mm -hmm. Places that were recommended, but then like at night. After the show, you just want something comforting. So it's like room service or fast food. Mm -hmm. I have to be really careful on the road, though, because, like, last year I gained 15 pounds on the road that I'm now, like, you know, that's why I'm working with a trainer, like, Mm -hmm. two hours a day trying to get that off. Wow. Um, Yeah. You have to be you have to be so careful on the road. To, oh yeah, to not gain weight. Yeah, so. I gained when we first started touring. I gained about 10, 15 pounds. It's difficult, especially for someone who loves food, and you're doing this traveling, and you're going to places you've never been before, and people are recommending like, oh, you have right. to do this, you have to do this, and it's like it's always food based. And so I've started asking people, I'm like, can you recommend things that aren't food based? Like, I'm always going to find the best food in the area. That's right. never going to be an issue for me. Right. Like I can't, but I just can't have this influx of food knowledge. Right. And then I have to just spend the time like being sad about not going not there. being able to go there yeah yeah so are you now dieting or besides the trainer are you doing something like i'm like always on a diet like, um, that's how well, that's we're, all, we're we're doing, doing it. it we decided we're not dieting yeah. because bad connotations come with dieting like you'll have to like give things up so we're just doing it you're doing yeah. it yeah just, we're doing that weight loss yeah <laughs> right and not at all because we just like ate like 40 pounds of cheetos like a week ago. That's true. It's yeah. hard when you've started a food podcast. But then also, like, watching Ugly Delicious, it, like, kind of, like, it, re- like, reawakened my love of food. And it's, like, maybe stop, like, obsessing with, like, dieting and all this stuff. And then and just maybe eat, like, quality things. It's really mm-hmm. quantity, too. Like, when I was my fitness, I was eating fast food legitimately every day. But I was only eating one meal a day because I was really depressed. Mm-hmm. But, like, wow. the fast food was, like, comfort food. Mm-hmm. And so, for me, I know it's about, uh, like, calories, not... Right content so much right. i mean well, that reduced fat bullshit is terrible for you it's really yeah. bad for you and like i mean i'm a huge fan of diet soda that's kind of like my vice i mm-hmm. don't care i don't smoke cigarettes i don't drink a ton i don't really mm-hmm. do a lot of drugs so like diet coke is my thing i love how you said a lot of drugs well i do psychedelics <laughs> so but i mean i don't smoke pot or anything i don't do cocaine so. i love that yeah. Um, yeah i mean i had to be honest well, why not <laughs> yeah we're, we're very we're forthcoming here yeah we do drugs <laughs> wait Just a minute kidding. do we <laughs> I, I i once gave marie poppers oh god I, i've done poppers <laughs> because i mean basically all my friends are gay so i was like i gotta try poppers once and i was like i was like am i dying i actually have a recording of me that i we played on our podcast i hate oh my that. god are you serious mm-hmm. you had a fell recording over a table mm-hmm. i fell yeah and then almost got us thrown out of a bar i do not but, like poppers so the french taught me this thing called happy face mm-hmm. where you mix oh poppers like one part poppers with the two. french as just a general culture taught yes, you the this? french in paris like the entire the entire gay community of France, of Paris, France, <laughs> taught me about Happy Face, and you mix one part poppers with two parts uh, soda water. Oh, that's a good recipe roundup right oh there. <laughs> and you cover it, and then you inhale it because the um, the bubbles, the effervescence, like make it that much stronger, and then you can't stop laughing. Wow. Yes, and so this is what we gave Marie in like a bar. Like fizzy lifting drink yeah, or something. Yeah, I've never done anything like this. And I was like, okay, I'm Marie out with si- the, my gay friends and at some fam- fabulous club. God, a gay right. man can convince you to do something like no one else. This man, I have done <laughs> way us. too many things All with this because of him. What? Yeah. What? Like, every gay man <laughs> like, should be a lawyer. Very convincing. <laughs> <laughs> 
they also got your back, baby. That's right. That's true. That's right. You said you came to my rescue when I almost got kicked out. Of I that know. Club. She fell over the table. I was like, "No, she's fine." I'll go. This rug. Everybody's been tripping over this rug all night. And you, yeah, you were like, "This is a lawsuit waiting to happen." Oh my god. Listen, I am the best when it comes to like customer service and getting in and out of situations. <gasps> Marie's so oh sweet, so I can't imagine you ever getting kicked out of a, an establishment. Are you kidding? Oh man, <laughs> I've done some bad things. You, you just don't know her that well. <laughs> <laughs> well, my favorite Michael Munoz story when we were working in Tribeca, there was that brunch, that ladies' brunch, <laughs> and the entertainment didn't show up. Oh, I thought you were going to tell the story about you under the table, but go ahead. (laughs) No, the entertainment didn't show up, and so Michael was like, I got this. And he went out and sang, like, all the Jewish classic songs. No, not even. The woman was like, she was joking. Did you say Jewish classic? Jewish, you know, like Trigel. No joke. Oh, it was a Hanukkah party? No, it was a a Jewish engagement party, and they hired a (laughs) pianist for an hour. (laughs) Why? He never showed up. She came up to me. Jokingly, she goes, "Do you?" Say, uh, she goes, "Do you sing?" And I go, "No." She goes, "Do you dance?" And I go, "Only for hundreds." Yeah. And she goes, "Do you sing?" I go, "Only for thousands." <laughs> and then she came back to the manager, and she was like, "I really want him to sing." And so I went out. The lights went down, and so I was started singing like, "Fly me to the moon." I don't know the you rest said, of the words. You, right? Did and she just look at your face and be like, "This guy can sing"? Like, yes. how did she even know that? I don't even know, but. <laughs> Then they started yelling out, like, sing dreidel. And so I was like, I was like, when's the last time you saw a Puerto Rican Jew? <laughs> right? They're, they exist. I, I did my research after that. Yeah, sure. But, Sephardic Jews, yeah. Yeah. And so I, um, I went on and I sang Hava Nagila and, and some of the staff <laughs> girls were my backup. And then she handed me a sweet honey and I went on my merry way. This sounds like, that sounds like the, it went best case scenario. Like, I'm, they probably were so glad oh, that pianist didn't show up. The women up. Oh loved him. The, the shenanigans that we pulled at some of the places we worked, like one day, Marie liked to hide under the bar because it was like a makeshift bar. So Marie would just sit under the bar, right? <laughs> So I didn't have to work. Oh, so no one would find you? So I thought I was being funny. Now, this is daytime, like, ladies' brunch. I thought I was being funny, so I dropped my pants. In the, in the, like, nobody's seeing me behind this bar, right? So only Marie can see you? Yes, because the front of the bar is, like, skirted, Mm -hmm. so no one could see, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm, like, kind of spotted, so I dropped my pants, right? And Marie is in hysterics, and all of a sudden I hear... And she shook a can of club soda and sprayed it all over me. Oh, my God. <laughs> so Don't I show me your junk. So I, I didn't show you my junk. I did not. But oh, it that's all right. That. You did it was in Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and then, so now I'm wet with my pants down in the middle of this party going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's one of my favorite Oh, my stories. God. Yeah. We, you guys are like mis- little mischievous twins. Oh, my God. Yeah. You don't even know the half of it. <laughs> That sounds so fun. Wait, have you ever worked in restaurant industry? Uh, no, I've worked in like basically sales. I've worked in like uh, uh, like wellness. So I, my yeah, longest job a was a spa, I was right? a receptionist at a spa for five years. So I've done that, and then I worked at a very fancy shoe store in Nolita for a while Ooh. in college. Mm-hmm. Fancy shoes. So that's what I've always done. And I'm like, oh. I'm like, it's just it's just as difficult and like way less money. So I'm like, why didn't I just work, be like a waiter? 
Yeah, some yes, more please. pizza would be great. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Michael, the server here at Snack Taverna mm. is everything. I wish we had a third mic for him. I know, right? <laughs> but we on a budget. Yeah. <laughs> well, obviously. <laughs> well, so do you do you cook yourself? I mean, I can cook. I'm actually a really good cook. I don't have a ton of time. Mm-hmm. I just re I just restarted my Blue Apron because Ooh. because of Ugly Delicious. I was like, I gotta yeah. start experimenting with flavors a little mm-hmm. bit more because mm-hmm. it does save the time of going to the the uh, supermarket and then yeah. it really did help me kind of learn what things go together and how to make some stuff from scratch like now I know using things in my refrigerator how to make like a coleslaw or just like simple things like that mm-hmm. that might help me in life like, yeah. a, like a coleslaw topping for like a uh, fish tacos oh yeah that sounds great it's just good to know what stuff goes together because sometimes you're like oh i didn't even know sugar was in there and then right. you're like oh that's the missing ingredient when why i can do it from scratch now mm-hmm. one of my best friends calls me um a trash can cook i don't know if i love that, that i like it it sounds that, fun yeah it sounds like really like highbrow right <laughs> um but he was well, i mean guy fury is a trash can cook he, I would always, say. he always would say to me <laughs> i say that with love. I love Guy. I but he is definitely yeah, a trash can cook. cook. And he's got to get rid of those highlights. Um, oh, that's another story. Hard. Bless his heart. Um, but because for some reason I have a knack for just like opening a cabinet and there could be like nothing in there and there'd be like a whole meal. Yeah. Just, mm-hmm. And I don't know where where I picked that's that That's such up a from. great skill to have. Um, it's so helpful. It's like, so it's, I find it really interesting that like how, something like HelloFresh is teaching you these skills Mm -hmm. it's like I've never actually thought of that like oh Mm. like yeah I'm like this is an actual skill to have that you can just go in oh absolutely why why hello fresh and not something like hungry root or um, oh I'm doing blue Blue apron Apron. or not hello fresh excuse me um blue apron or why oh I mean because they I get it for free because they sponsor my podcast oh all right that's a hundred percent rule blue apron hey in your mouth I was interested in like purple (laughs) carrot though because just because from stopped eating meat but you can also you can tailor blue apron for a pescatarian diet too it's or even a vegetarian diet it's not hard it has it all laid out for you i mean it's super common to be vegetarian these days anyway obviously if you're going vegan that's difficult and you would have to do something more specific but right. i'm not I'm wait not, so you just went pescatarian yeah just for for new year's that was my new year's resolution Why? i had wanted to stop eating meat for a really long time yeah, really? my aunt's a vegetarian yeah yeah do you not like meat, or is it like for like a save the animals reason? It's a save the animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't love meat anyway. Well, I mean, I don't love. Hmm, it depends. I mean, like, I love a burger. I love a cheesesteak. So, I mean, I'm not like a big steak person. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, bacon. I you know these things. I miss them. These the things, but it's just I read too much about it, and then I got a dog, and I think that put me over the edge. Oh. Just like yeah. living with an animal and having that kind of a close relationship. With an animal, I was like, I don't think I can do this anymore. And plus okja, you know, that really put a lot of people over the edge. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Oh, wow. hard. I've always wanted, um, we talked about me wanting a baby pig, a miniature pig Aww. to run around the house. Yeah. Wouldn't that be cute? <laughs> Thank you. I'd, I'd, I'd name him Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've seen Kevin Bacon walking around New York. What? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so we're like one degree. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah, he looked at, he was, I saw him look, I had this weird purse for a while that had a clock on it, and I, and I saw this guy that was behind me and kept looking at my purse, and I was like, oh my god, has this guy never seen a clock purse before? <laughs> and I turned around, and it was Kevin Bacon. Oh my god. And I was like, okay, he can look. <laughs> All I right. felt better about it, yeah. Well, I was vegetarian in college until I got drunk at a Waffle House one night and ate 
uh, biscuits and gravy. <laughs> so you're just <laughs> that like, was like what made me fall off the wagon. I was like, you know what? I this is, my body was craving meat so badly. Most people I know, um, like very, I know very few people who have stayed went vegetarian or vegan and then just stayed consistently. A lot of I yeah. know so many people who are like, yeah, I was vegetarian for five years or I was vegetarian mm-hmm. for ten years. Mm-hmm. I was just talking to someone. But everyone who's like gone like specifically vegan, they're like, oh yeah, my health improved greatly. Mm. And then I'm like, well, why would you stop? And they're like, well, it's really fucking hard. Like when you're vegan, you you spend so much time thinking of like where you can eat, especially if you're traveling. And there's some places where like being vegan or even vegetarian is just like unheard of. Right. Yeah. Right. People would look at you crazy. Yeah. Like in Romania, for instance, I can't imagine having to try to do that. Uh, Right. I don't think it would. Right. L.A., perfect. You can be vegan there. No problem. Yeah. L.A., Portland, Seattle. Those are places where you can do it. Right. I was vegan two weeks. For two weeks, I was in the best shape of my life. That's that picture of me in that, like, sling. Oh, yeah. You looked hot. With abs and things. Well, so Beyonce just posted uh, a couple pictures on her Instagram about, like, (laughs) help join me being vegan because Coachella is coming up. She was like... 44 days to Coachella, and so she's going she vegan. vegan. Yeah, she'll, she'll... I thought she was always vegan. She's not. She goes no. back and forth. I think she goes back and forth. So I went and started investigating this full mm-hmm. program that she's on. Yeah, uh, she's on some weird thing. I've looked into it before, too. Yeah. She posted a picture of her food. She doesn't really do that, but it looked no. like a nice, fancy English muffin with some avocado on it. Oh, really? But, like, the avocado was sculpted and fanned out. and then uh, that, I mean, I don't know if she made it herself. No, I, I doubt, There's I not doubt a chance. Beyonce hasn't touched a knife in years. <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> yeah, but I thought about it for a hot second. Maybe I'll join Beyonce and be vegan. It's and then rough. I, it's a hard life. It is a hard life. But I, mm. I, everyone, I everyone I know, like I know a, a dog trainer slash comic. Shout out Justin Silver, hot god. But like mm. he had a hot bod already, and then he went vegan, and it was like, oh my god. Oh really? I have to unfollow you on Justin, Instagram. Justin Silver. Justin Silver. Look him up. I mean, I double threat. I'm a triple threat. Hot comic and dog trainer. I already told my boyfriend that. If we ever break up, oh my god, I'm gonna yeah. really oh my god, we have so much more food. Oh my god, this oh my god, is we have some shrimps as well. Sorry, this is why you can't let me order. Because no, this is amazing because yeah. I go haywire. Uh, oh, this is beautiful. Oh yeah, halloumi wow. skewers. Do we want right. to take this this stuff to go, or do you want to just keep it on the? We'll just keep it on the table. Keep it on. While we figure this out, now would be a good time to cut to our sponsors. Hey, Marie, do you like your job? I hate it. So why don't you quit? I'm too afraid. What do you mean you're too afraid? I just, every time I get enough courage, I just chicken out. Well, you know what? You're in luck because I just found this website the other day that can help you lose your job. What? Yeah. It's called jobfucker.com. That sounds like a miracle. It is. You go to the site and you look at people's profiles Mm -hmm. and then you pick, you know, Mary Lou or Billy Bob or, you know, Johannes (laughs) and they'll come to your job and they'll be like, point me to the boss and you point them and then they go in there and fuck shit up in your name. So you don't have to. Oh my God. Jobfucker.com. This is something I've been looking for my entire life. That's right. And you know what? If you use in your mouth, you get a 15% discount and a hand job. (laughs) (laughs) Well, my goodness. If I'm not going to go to jobfucker.com today, then I don't know what I'm going to do. I mean, jobfucker.com is a proud sponsor of the In Your Mouth podcast. Go to jobfucker.com for a 15% discount and a hand job.
Welcome back to In Your Mouth, and now it's time for Food News Update! KFC is running out of gravy! Wait, what? Yeah, um, KFC in London is out of gravy, y'all. They have one job! <laughs> no, they ran out of chicken last week. And now this week... They've run out of gravy. <laughs> Can someone explain this to me? Am I allowed to talk during this? Yes. Yeah, so, oh, please. Um, <laughs> we wanna, we're trying to educate you with what's going on in the I world. I, okay, so how do, how do you run out of gravy, though? There was like a warehouse shortage, like oh. the gravy like warehouse. No, okay. no. Well, so or, what, what happened is... Like so, the, is there an ingredient missing? Or? Well, so last month, KFC in the UK, they switched like dis- delivery services. Okay. So they had gone from um, like a specific like food distribution specialist to DHL's uh, like more cut rate service. Okay. So all of a sudden like the the trucks weren't delivering chickens. So they actually had to shut down 700 of their 900 stores across the UK oh, because they crap. didn't even have chicken to serve at KFC. So there was just like a lapse in delivery. Mm-hmm. And it's not like the chickens just started protesting. They're like, we're not going <laughs> to die for KFC anymore. Popeyes, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but I love that um, KFC uh, UK and Ireland tweeted, the chicken crossed the road, just not to our restaurant. Okay. They, they have a good British yeah. sense of humor about it. I love it. I love it. Actually, uh, I think that's more than a British sense of humor. It's not so dry. <laughs> you know. It's not abfab, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Munchies uh, tweeted yesterday on March 4th a picture of barbecue from Fat Sal, and they said, why is Brooklyn barbecue taking over the world? And then Twitter blew up. So, Corinne, People... <laughs> we need to show you this picture. Okay, I'm familiar with Fat Sal. Okay. Basically, they, twi- they tweeted this picture of, like, three pieces of meat, <laughs> two pickles, and a potato roll. That's the picture. Okay. Bad sow. But Okay. So then, of course, people were just attacking it on Twitter, being like, what, Brooklyn barbecue? But I guess the article really does talk about, like, so there's places all over the world now mm-hmm. that are opening these restaurants and claiming it's Brooklyn barbecue. Like Brooklyn-style barbecue? Brooklyn-style, like Williamsburg, but is Fat Sal. But aren't they, style. isn't Brooklyn just emulating the South? You would think. But did you know that Fat Sal, um, the chef, is from North Jersey? I didn't know that, actually. <laughs> we I didn't, we I didn't do know, know how to eat there. Is barbecue, is barbecue big in North Jersey? That's what I'm wondering. <laughs> I mean, like, it, it's, it's definitely around, but I don't, I've never been to it. I mean, it's usually like, oh, God, what's this place? Famous Dave's? Like, it's like yeah. that kind of style stuff. I hate Famous Dave's. They had a roll of paper towels on the, on the yes, table, and I was like, this is where I have to draw this the line. I just found it to be disgusting. <laughs> like, it's just over, just too much. Well, as a Southern yeah. girl, I'm like, what the? <laughs> That's not true, but I have to admit, this is really like, ugh, this is real bad. I'm, we're going to get a lot of hate mail, but the best barbecue I've ever had? Yeah. Detroit, Michigan. <gasps> Detroit, Michigan? Maureen, me too. The best ribs I ever had were in Detroit. Slows? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't remember where it was. I was in a Do college gig. I was just like, it was literally rocked into a place. Really? And it was Detroit, and I, was, and I had the best ribs I ever had. I'm Rib, ribs you. were one of my favorite. When I was eating meat, ribs were like me my too. favorite meat product. There's this place in Detroit, Slows, and they and I love it so much. The ribs are to die for. But then I also. I, 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 it was years ago. I don't well, know they have, they, you might remember, so they have um, five different barbecue sauces on the table. 
table. Every mm. single table in the place. Mm. It's a big place. But then I love all the different sauces. I like to switch it up with a sweet one and a savory one and a spicy one. They That's must be doing something in, in Detroit. Yeah. I That's crazy. But it's, mm. that one is specifically Southern barbecue in Detroit. So, yeah. but, I lo- but the, the chef in Brooklyn at Fat Sal is like, I mean, I, I'm not trying to emulate like Southern barbecue. I'm just doing my, I like barbecue and... Here it is. I'm like, all right, fat sounds. The best barbecue I've ever had in New York is like is from Houston. <laughs> I like their from r- Dallas barbecue. Like Moscow. their ribs were great. Oh, I do love Dallas barbecue, but more yes. just because it's a huge drinks and like I mean all my gay friends margarita. take. Oh my god, there. I know I love that. No, well, the I best like barbecue. Don- yeah. Is in my mother's backyard. Oh, you know, yeah. No, is Good she answer. doing like? Okay, so I heard, I heard that most times, like what Americans call barbecue is actually really a cookout because barbecue you hmm. need some kind of fire pit. Is this correct? I'm confused. Well, were they talking like about a that on Ugly just, Delicious? Like a cookout's a grill. They have you gotten have, to the barbecue episode? Yes, but they, I, I heard it before that. Like, yeah. um, they might have. But, like, people get really upset around uh, 4th of July when you say, like, oh, I'm having a 4th oh, of yeah. July barbecue. But, like, when you're cooking burgers on a grill, that's just a cookout. So barbecue has to be, I think, some kind of fire yeah. beyond a grill. <laughs> yeah. No, I bet, I bet you're right. I'm not a meat I mean, expert, I mean, obviously. Mama Gladys doesn't have a smoker out back. And right. Like a, a fire oh, pit. Papa Anderson's got a smoker. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah you go, Do you have a deep fryer? Make, no, no deep fryer. Smoker? Um, I yeah. don't even know her. <laughs> Good one, Moonyans. Now, my my mama makes the best. Actually, it's a team effort. It's really adorable when my parents uh, cook ribs because my mom's like in charge of slow roasting them in the oven all day long, and then my dad's in charge of grilling them off on the grill. God, so it's that like sounds amazing. That's it's really cute. It, we make some killer ribs. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do make some really good ribs. Now that you're pescatarian, you should just come on over for some ribs. <laughs> you know what? Honestly, like, but it's like it, it, I talked to a lot of people. It's like I'm, I'm sure I'll eat meat again at, at, at you know, small portions in my mm-hmm. lifetime. It's not like it's like not like oh, January first, twenty eighteen. I'll never eat meat again. Like, of course I will. Mm-hmm. And I do have a rule that if people accidentally serve me like meat, like if a restaurant does it, I have to eat it because then like. If I'm doing it for the animals, well, the animal already died. So, like, if the animal's dead and then gets thrown in the trash, that, to me, seems more disrespectful. I, like, set up this wow. these weird rules for myself. That's great, though. Because, like, yeah, I don't know. I just, like, I'm not going to throw it in the trash. That's right. a slap in the face. Right. Like, if someone murdered me, I would be like, at least, you know, eat my flesh. Right. Like a gentleman. Yeah, my best friend is... Like a gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> my best friend is vegetarian, and I accidentally gave her some chicken once. I was in charge of ordering Thai, and, like, they... I just messed it up and she started eating it and I took a bite and I was like, oh my God, there's chicken in it. And she was so cool about it. Yeah. I thought she was, I mean, I've served enough tables in New York City to accidentally serve some Yeah, and there's like meat. meat. It seeps into sauces and stuff. It's like, you know, if you're eating out and you're not watching everything, like meat has seeped into something you've eaten. Like like French onion soup is like a meat broth. Like there's like little things like you don't even know Mm -hmm. have meat in them. Right. You're fine. But this is a good segue. Excuse me. I'm trying not to expand a little bit over here. (laughs) A great segue into our last um, headline of the day. (laughs) Environmentalists are cheering the latest burger at a Sonic (gasps) drive-in. What? Yeah. Apparently Sonic has come out with a new... Slinger. It's a new what? hamburger that they're calling a slinger. Uh-huh. And it's 80% beef and 20% 
mushrooms. What? Oh, and I also read it was three. It's three hundred and fifty calories. Yeah, that's oh, pretty low. It's yeah. pretty low. Like a, you can eat a burger and feel like you're getting away with something. Mm-hmm. Is the quote. Mm-hmm. But the environmentalists <laughs> are cheering it on mm-hmm. because it's like reducing gas emissions. Well, because it's just less meat. Yeah. I mean, I think they were saying I was reading. Um, 30% of the beef um, in every burger in America was replaced with mushrooms. It would reduce greenhouse emissions by the same amount as taking 2.3 million vehicles off the road. That's crazy. <laughs> Is it because of the energy that's used to kill and process yeah. the animals? Yeah, kill, process, and then I guess deliver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's, I, I see... I forget that you know meat is also an environmental issue. I, I mean, oh. I know it is in the back of my. Mm-hmm. I just, I just ne- like keep forgetting it. I don't know, maybe because I want to, because I'm like, Ugh, I can't worry about the environment. Yeah, too. there's a great documentary on Netflix. I can't remember the name of it. Some, it has a fork in the title, but mm-hmm. they talk all about um, if everybody went vegetarian, how much we would save the world. <laughs> See, that would just that, be huge. That's so crazy because I think people used to just think of vegetarians as like, yeah, like like pussy animal lovers or something. Right. And, you know, a lot of us are. But, right. No, um, you're saving us, <laughs> the children of the world. Of that. That's really interesting. Children of the oh, man. Corinne, we're lifting you up Uh-oh, now. We're going to give you a, you a honey now. <laughs> well, um, Corinne, I don't know if you know, but. Marie and I got to take a field trip. Field trip. Field trip to the Sonic food truck Very to try jealous. out these slingers. Mm-hmm. And we got to talk to the slinger uh, king himself, <laughs> the VP <laughs> of innovation and product development. Mm-hmm. Listen up. Welcome to a very special In Your Mouth field trip edition. We are on the side of the street in New York City. Oh my God, we are so excited to be here at the Sonic Food Truck where they're serving their new signature sliders. Oh my God, they just handed them to us and we get to eat it. We get to put it in our mouth. In your mouth. Okay, wait. We're about to literally eat this. This is the first thing we've eaten all day. I know, we're on the side of the street eating some burgers. Bear Burger Cheers, okay. Ready? Uh And off. Mmm. Oh my God! Your face, you have my man, I love it. Mom, that's nothing new. Oh my God! So apparently, Sonic invited us here because they've thrown mushrooms. <laughs> you got a little smut on the side of your mouth. Hold on, baby. Baby girl, there we okay. go. Okay. Mm. Once again, so Sonic invited us here because they have thrown mushrooms into their burger mix. What? Yes. They've taken 100% all pure beef, mushrooms, and the seasonings. Oh, all put the it into, seasonings. And put it into a slider. And so, you know, Marie and I, Tanya and Cindy <laughs> over here, <laughs> had to come out and taste our, it. And our fat girls with the pH are just loving this. Oh, my God. This is really good. It's really good, y'all. Okay. Mm. Oh, my God. Wait a minute. Is that the chef? <laughs> it is. It's Scott Uline, creator a product development. Oh my God, we have to talk to him. Oh my God, do you think he'll talk to us? I think so. I'm so excited. All right, wait, we're going to finish our sliders and then go chat with the man himself. Oh my God, it's like meeting royalty. <laughs> I'm going to bow. <laughs> oh my God, guys, we are here with Scott Uline, VP of Product Innovation and Development. Oh, uh, let's, let's bow. Bow. <laughs> we are not worthy. <laughs> uh... <laughs> 
May I kiss your ring? Oh, please. <laughs> I feel like I'm... You wouldn't be the first today. Oh! <laughs> we're, going, we're hoisting him up now into the sky and on celebrating. A, on, on, a, on a golden bun. <laughs> oh, my God. I wish y'all could see it, but I guess you can't. You just can listen to us. Right? And, and, and just feel it. Feel it through the podcast. Yes! How excited we are and all the royalty that's coming in. So, Scott, tell us why did you decide to put mushrooms into the Sonic Slider? How about I first put a Sonic Signature Slinger in your mouth? Oh! Yes! Oh my God, that was the sexiest (laughs) thing that has ever come out of anyone's mouth. (laughs) That was great. (laughs) I think I can retire now. (laughs) I think so, too. Boca? It's a wrap. Boca. No, but really, why mushrooms in the slinger? So think about this. Mushrooms in steak are a natural, so oh. why not mushrooms in other beef? Great, but what do you say to, like, the mushroom naysayers? Like, there, I feel like there are people out there that don't like mushrooms. I hate those kinds of people, by the way. Yeah, if you don't too. like a mushroom, don't be calling yeah. me. Get that. I'm with you. You ain't going to be my man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can be your man. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. Am I going to get a phone number after this? (laughs) If you're a mushroom naysayer, they're in there only for flavor, just to amp up the beefiness, the savory flavors. You talk about umami. 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 Oh, my God. This is like bedroom talk. Oh, my God. I love that. Besides mushrooms, like, what's your favorite thing to put on a burger? If it's me... It's got to, if, it, if it's me and it's a sauce, it's got to have a little mayo, it's got to have a little horseradish, a little mustard, and a Ooh. touch of ketchup. Sweet, sour, bitter, salty, all those flavors in there spread onto the spread onto a mm. bun with a nice beefy burger uh-huh. patty. Oh, wait, I'm in. Did we just get a recipe to a secret sauce? Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> that horseradish has really got me going. Only oh, just a little tiny, just oh a little God. tiny bit. Wow. I, the ground is wet, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, when I bit into that burger, it was so moist. It don't was you think? great. You I know, love... moist is a word we don't use enough in the English language. We have a lot of moist naysayers as well. Yeah, you take you know, your see? mushrooms and your You're moist and you, out of here. you get out of get the fork out of here. Get the fork. <laughs> well, thank you to Scott for having us down here to try these signature slingers. We are so excited, folks. We're gonna get back to kissing his feet and eating some slingers. Yeah, y'all. Thanks for tuning in, and thank you so All much. All right, for thanks. With hey, us. under 350 calories, the best thing yet. What? Oh my God, we didn't know that. What? Oh my God, great for our 2018. Do it, because we're not dieting. We're doing it. We're doing it. Then signature slingers are going to do it. Wait, can you just say one more time what you just said earlier? What what, what you're going to do to us? I'm going to put a sonic signature slinger in your mouth. Yeah! (laughs) Hey, hey, and we're back here at In Your Mouth with our good friend, Corinne Fisher. Mm -hmm. Hi, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Just how many plates of food do we have in front of us right now? We have three, six. I don't know. Like we've had about ten plates of food. I'm really um, proud of us. I mean, I'm really proud of you for picking this place. Well, I want to. Yeah, I, I think it's important to just like try a bunch of different things because, like, even if I'm looking at a menu and like a lot of times my mom and I have very similar tastes, but I always be like, order something di- different from each other so we can each have half mm-hmm. and then like eat half of it and then do the switch the plates thing. That's what I do with my mama. I love doing it. I do it with my friend Harrison too. Like we because we've been trying new restaurants. We went to Momofuku Nishi because oh. we're both been watching so much Dave Chang. Oh, what'd you get? Um, we got the Sepe de Sichi, which is like the kind of classic thing. And mm-hmm. then we got 
he does a he does a vegan Caesar salad. It's not a vegan restaurant, but he, his whole thing is kind of making foods that taste like other foods, mm-hmm. um, non traditionally. And then I got what else did we get? We got something. We got the uh, something with pesto in it. I mean, a pasta dish with mm-hmm. pesto in it. Mm-hmm. It was really good. Oh yeah, really did. They also have the unbelievable. Oh, the I'm sorry, the Impossible Burger there, which is. Uh, vegetarian. Oh, really? Burger. One yep. of the restaurants mm-hmm. we work at uh, um, sells that impossible meat too. It's really good. It tastes like sausage. I've yeah. heard of this. I haven't tried it. No, I just wasn't really in the mood really for a burger, good. but like I, I'm like absolutely mm. when I'm having that craving that I know I'll uh, you know eventually have, I'm gonna go there and get it. Well, can you re- recommend any other New York City spots you love? Yes, or? absolutely. I was just looking. So. One of my favorite types of food besides Mediterranean is Indian food. And I think it's kind of can be overwhelming in New York City because there's so much. There's little India and you're like, what's the difference between all these restaurants? Mm Mm-hmm. So there's two restaurants that I really like. Um, my favorite uh, it, one is in like in like the Murray Hill area, Gramercy kind of area. It's called Tiffin Walla. Oh. And so it does uh, this traditional Indian lunch, which is great for someone like you and Marie, mm-hmm. me and you, Marie, because we love sauces. Mm-hmm. And so the tiffin kind of gives you like a dosa or some kind of a bread or a rice and then a bunch of different sauces. Mm-hmm. And I like it because you get to try a diff- lot of different flavors mm-hmm. and you get to dip and it doesn't feel so heavy, especially it's good for lunch because you don't feel, you don't, not like sitting down and eating a whole plate of like Indian right. food, which could weigh you down for the rest of the day. Right. And then for like a, a kind of a nicer ambiance, and just a cl- really well done uh, classic Indian food. I like Drunken Mon- Monkey on the Upper East Side. Oh, I've heard it's of that. It's really fun. Yeah, I just randomly went. It's o- because I, I constantly need to look for places that are open late. Right. Because do you eat before a show or after? It I don't like, like eating before oh, a show. I feel really I feel really heavy. I don't feel as funny. Mm-hmm. It's really hard for me. And also, like for me, eating after work is a big part of my life. It's kind of like the reward. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's, it, would be, if it, it would be great if I wasn't eating a full meal at, you know, two in the morning. <laughs> but it's just so much you a know, part of my process. Treat. But I love your Instagram posts. Yeah. Then. Your Instagram stories at that time are just amazing. They make yeah. me very hungry. Oh, I'm so glad. I, yeah, I just absolutely love doing it. Um, and then, because I'm trying to, uh, you know, uh, tell people about things that aren't so traditional, like not the Mexican, the Italian yeah. restaurants. And then... There's a place um, on Avenue A called Flinders Lane, which is Australian food. Oh. And I want to point that out because, number one, you don't really think of Australian fare as even like a right. type yeah. of food. Um, and I had the best uh, curry that I've ever had in my entire life there. There's only one really? curry on the menu. I think it's a coconut curry. Um, yeah. I went there the day my boyfriend and I started dating, which was like two years ago. And we just randomly... I'm always like, I want to go to a new place and a highly rated place. Mm-hmm. And um, we went there and it was... Just so good. And he had steak, and he said it was one of the best steaks he ever had. It was oh, great. Wow. I don't really yeah. equate, like, Australian Australians with curry. Me neither. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. I was very afraid of curry for a really long time because I don't like spicy foods. Like, I, oh. I don't like, like, spicy peppers and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like, I always say, like, Taco Bell mild sauce is the spiciest <laughs> mm-hmm. I can go. But I've tried to be more adventurous. Mm-hmm. Um and curry is a different type of spice, and I can handle a curry right. a lot better than I can handle, like, a jalapeno. Mm-hmm. It's a different different so, kind of spice. And I love curries now. I order them. If there's a curry on the menu, I'm going to have it. Mm-hmm. It's oh, so yeah. good. Yeah. Um, just going back to this Indian food thing mm-hmm. for a minute. Sure. A little yummy for you. Um, <laughs> have you ever been to this Indian restaurant on the east side called Graffiti? It's... Um, 
owned and run by chef, a friend of mine. Oh, um, really? I have. Chef Yehanger Mehta, okay. who is on Iron Chef. Ooh. Right? So mm. she's a little bit fancy. It's um, communal tables. It's really, really tiny, though. So oh, see, like, that's probably why I haven't gone. I hate I hate people, but I'll go. I've, I've been to Benihana. It's, it's fine. I can inc- handle it. And not, well, it's, a, it's a far <laughs> cry from Benihana, that's for sure. You know, chef, it will not throw shrimp in your mouth. Okay. <laughs> All right. Good. No throwing, no singing. Those are my rules for restaurants. But um, it's incredible because he does a lot of vegetarian fare and at the time that I went the first time I was living a gluten-free lifestyle and so he did everything gluten-free oh wow and it's incredible and he's a big mushroom guy as well Mm -hmm. and I think you'd have a really really great experience there I I will absolutely let us know if you want to go we'll make a reservation for you yeah (laughs) you know (laughs) tell your friend I love trying new places and you're right it's uh, Indian food is great for vegetarian Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. this is like really high like Mm -hmm. a high and like great you can in this city especially I mean in New York City you can find really great cheap Indian but like mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. is really elevated and really just fucking delicious oh mm-hmm. put that in your mouth hello I already have <laughs> you know I'm surprised I'm really proud of us we have kept the dick talk to a minimum this I know. episode well I think it's mainly because there's other people in this restaurant <laughs> <laughs> keep you on your best behavior yeah, I th- I'm, you know? I'm proud of you, especially Munoz. <laughs> I know, as the waiter grimaces as at the, us. Yeah. <laughs> well, Corinne, this has just been such a pleasure. Oh, thank you for I having know. me. No, this is so fun. Coming. It's been yeah. really great as someone who doesn't know you, in getting to know you. Mm-hmm. New fan of your pod, you. I'm sure. Yes, I've been listening. Oh, cool, I thank have. you. I've been listening. I heard about, um, I just listened to the last one, um, when is it okay to leave? Or oh yeah, when did you know it was okay to leave, leave? with the uh, woman leaving like the ultra orthodox religion? Yes, what a story! Nuts. It was a, it was a great story. Though mm-hmm. I was captivated. I'm so like, glad. Yeah. yeah, it's something we wanted to talk about for a really long time. But mm-hmm. obviously, it's kind of like it can be dangerous for people to talk about situations like that. You know, obviously, like Rhea Rem- Leah Remini like got in right. a lot of trouble for just leaving Scientology, mm-hmm. and you know right. that's a made up religion. So and, right. and, where did, and where has anybody seen Katie Holmes? <laughs> oh my god. No. I no, follow she's her. She's Jamie Foxx. She is dating yeah. Jamie Foxx. And I follow her on Instagram, and she honestly seems like the most genuinely happy person oh, in the world. I love that. And it's so weird. I used to be really upset because <laughs> I was a big Dawson's Creek fan. Me too. I've and, met her. And we have the you, same crooked you, smile. Yeah, I like her. She oh. was really kind on set. I was in a, cla- I'm in a classroom scene on Dawson's Creek. I was sitting right next to Katie Holmes. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. went down to Wilmington? Or yeah. she came up here? Or? No, we were. I was in Wilmington. I've been. Yeah, I was. My, it's a long. My mom was like obsessed with Dawson's Creek, and when we were a kid, like she made me go on vacation with her, and I got there and I figured found out it was just so she could like stalk Josh Jackson. Oh, oh my god! My god! Like, this is mom like again. Mom. Super cool. I really. Yeah. And then I I'm love like your mom. <laughs> and I'm like, but mom, why do I have to come and why do I have to be an extra on Dawson's Creek? Like I didn't even want to do it. I ended up meeting my high school boyfriend there, so it was cool. But like, because he he was also like down. There randomly and lived in New York City. Whoa. So then I was like this Jersey girl with this cool Upper West Side boyfriend. Huh. He had like BarnesandNoble.com money. I was like, wow. I always accidentally date rich people. Wow. I don't know. I think it's because I don't wow. ca- I ca- don't care so much about money, mm-hmm. and so th- they like gravitate towards me. They're like, oh, oh this girl oh. seems trashy. Like she won't <laughs> spend a lot of money. This, I heard this bitch likes McDonald's. 
I think that's what it is, honestly. Oh I, I always God, end up so dating funny. people with no money when I can find the date. Yeah, my, I, I had a dollar for every time somebody was like, I'm waiting for a check to clear. Yeah, you'd have a dollar. <laughs> no. <Yeah>. Not again. <laughs> well, anyway, well, do you have anything to plug? I yes. know you're going some, we already know what you're doing this weekend. <laughs> oh my gosh, well I don't know when this is coming out. But um, yeah, you can listen to the Guys We Fucked podcast. Uh, it's an anti-slut-shaming, sexuality, feminism podcast on all... Wherever you get your, your podcast, you'll find it. And then I'm coming out with a new podcast uh, on April 2nd with Rosebud Baker, who's you might know from Elite Daily. She's awesome. It's called Two Less Lonely Girls. <laughs> it is two adult women um, talking seriously about Justin Bieber. <laughs> I, every yes, week, I read about this, too. Yeah, every week we dissect a different like, part of his career or personal life in an attempt to get to oh. know him and Hollywood better. Obviously, it's like weird. And we're basically publicly stalking him. And his um, big crooked penis. <laughs> Yeah, and then hopefully we get to meet him one day. So wow. I'm, excited. I'm really excited I'm about really that. I'm really excited about that podcast because I just need a break from politics. That's exactly why everything. we're doing it. Yeah. I was over, I mean, I just like, we, it's so hard. You know, our podcast, Guys We Fucked, has gotten so serious with all the Weinstein and sexual yes. assault. And like, we've known about this. People have been writing to us about their experiences with sexual assault and rape for four years. You know, it's not, it wasn't new to us. So it's great that people are finally talking about it. But at a certain point, I just need to talk about Justin right. Bieber for 30 minutes a week yeah. just to keep yeah. myself sane. Yeah, that's why I started saying. when we started the food podcast. Because I mean, I love you know my band, Reformed Whores, and we work very hard. But it's just nice to have a little bit of a break and talk about food for a week. Yeah. you know, during the week. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. absolutely. Other than fighting the patriarchy, <laughs> which uh, we're still doing. You need, you need, you always need to take a break so then you can regroup and be even, even yeah, stronger. I kind of feel like that. Yeah, so. I think it's true. Anyway, anyways, well, a big, big, big thank you to Corinne Fisher mm-hmm. for coming to hang out with us today, yeah. and an even bigger thank you to Snack. Taverna and our waiter Michael for mm-hmm. hooking us up today. Yes, they were awesome. Yeah. We love him. They were really, really awesome. And if you want to know more about us, you can follow us on Instagram at In Your Mouth Pod mm-hmm. or on Twitter at In Your Mouth Pod. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Why don't you shoot us an email? Oh my God, please. We haven't received a single email yet. So. No, and we're still <laughs> waiting to know what LL Cool J would make you the morning after. Oh. So email us at In Your Mouth NYC at gmail.com. And with that, we'll say peace Peace out. Peace out, y'all.